Good morning and welcome to Coffee with the Sarlows. I'm Kelly. I'm Karen. We're going to start off with show notes today. We have our evening with medium events, your one and only chance this year. Crossing our fingers that that's true. Uh, December 4th, 2020 at the Hampton Inn from 7 till 9. Tickets are on sale at the website by sarlow.com. And please know that if you do go ahead and purchase those and we need to cancel the event due to COVID, there will be no risk for you. Your purchase will be refunded in full. Right. Um, We have a second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. Um, Those are 10 to 15 minute shows. There's a series of five. They run the first week of every single month. They're on emotional and spiritual intelligence, and they're just full of tools for you. Uh, The very first show is available at the website by sarlo.com. And the remaining four shows that follow up that are available at the website patreon.com backslash by Sarlo. Good. Um, Now, we are also open for business throughout COVID. We are not seeing clients in person, and that's something that will be um, indefinite right now, Mm -hmm. but we will certainly keep you posted when that changes. Having said that, we are doing sessions for everyone all over the world via Skype, FaceTime, telephone, Zoom, and WhatsApp. You can submit a request through the website, or you can email us at info at buysarlo.com to set that up. Gift certificates are also available. That can be um, sent, like an e-transfer sent that way, and we can E, give you an E certificate. Too many E's. Sorry, that was just <laughs> just a morning, you know. Anyway, everything's accessible to you. You don't have to wait for in person or us to quote unquote open up again. Um, we are here and happy to provide our services for people. Mm-hmm. Lots of people ask the question: um, Will your information be as accurate if it's not in person? And um, if you've been listening, I know you hear this. You're probably saying it along with me right now, but. Yes, it's always as accurate. Um, Our relationship to the spirit world is what matters for the accuracy of your information, not where your butt is sitting. Yeah, and it's funny. It's not a question that we ever get asked from our international clients, obviously. It's just simply... It's local. The people that want to come see us in person for for great reasons. um, Yes. Yeah, are hanging on to that last false, false piece of information. Yeah, and I understand wanting to come in person. Exactly. I have heard from lots of them where they're just waiting for COVID to, to cool down, mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's going to. We shall see. We, well, we've been, we've been really super lucky here in Northern Ontario that we are 34 days COVID-free in our community, mm-hmm. um, but we can't contain where people are coming from or where they are going to visit and come back. And I'd like to be part of the people that are keeping our community safe. Excellent. Okay. I, I have a, a, a wonderful plan for our show today. Okay. And um, it's just going to go back and forth instead of a client story. It's going to be about remote viewing. Back and forth information-wise or between you and I? Between you and I. Oh, okay. Um, this is... I am wildly unprepared for this. Yes, this you are. usually the way I like to do shows. <laughs> That's right. So, and treatments. Yeah. Very true. Um, so what I've done is I have actually quite a lot of notes. So what I did was I researched some documentaries mm. and I watched them on remote viewing. And what... So I have a little bit of information that goes with that, but not too much because anybody can sit down and watch a documentary on remote viewing, but I've watched some cases. I've seen what's happened to some other people who remote view, 
particularly for certain governments in this world. And, well, they, they don't end up living. No, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, they, they end up being murdered. Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyway, what I did was I just thought on a lighter note than being murdered. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking about that. How do I move to a lighter topic? Um, I just thought you and I could discuss remote viewing versus what I watched in the documentaries where the scientists had full control of the documentary. They didn't actually um, allow the remote viewers to discuss it or to share what their gifts were or how they worked. It's so ironic because I feel like that's what's happening to the scientists in the States right now. (laughs) Okay. We're not going to touch that. No, I just thought, oh, shit. (laughs) I don't even know where to go with that. It's just all not right. Mm -hmm. But every time I watched a documentary, I wanted to hear the remote viewers speak. And somehow the scientists felt that it was their show and their documentary about Mm -hmm. what we do. And I thought, well, you know what? Then maybe it's a good idea for Kelly and I just to sit down and talk about all of these different things within remote viewing of what it is, why we do it, how it's worked, in comparison to some of the remote viewers that people see but don't get to hear. Mm-hmm. So they get to see them sitting at a desk with a machine in front of them, and the scientist explains it, and the remote viewer isn't allowed to say whether they think the testing is even accurate or not, mm-hmm. or representative of their gifts or limiting in their gifts. You don't hear from them. And you and I are both remote viewers. And we do it for multiple, excuse me, we do it for multiple reasons. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of the documentaries I saw, it it was for one reason. And that was to help the American government or the Russian government or whatever it was, Chinese. I just watched different ones. But it was all in relation to, I'm going to remote view where they're holding somebody or where they have information, or I'm going to draw a location so that the military can bomb it or can get in and find the, per- the, the person they're looking for and kill them. So this is on a totally different note. So if somebody's out there listening and thinking, wow, I'd like to know about remote viewing, but would it ever be nice just to hear a story where they found a missing person they didn't kill? We found, we found a non-missing person last week in the show. <laughs> no one died. Yes. Or a missing... You have to listen to that to really get the joke. <laughs> yeah. Or a missing pet. Yeah. And all of the other reasons that we actually use remote viewing for people, for clients, mm-hmm. and what it's like for us. So, the and, and Kelly, like, this is sporadic. Like, look, I've got two pages of notes based on what I watched in the documentary versus what I thought was missing in these documentaries. So for anybody who's brand new to our show, Coffee with the Sarlos, and they're listening to it today. Welcome. Welcome to the show. This is simply as two remote viewers who are also mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, energy healers, life coach, Mm -hmm. psychology background, nutritional background, um, like uh, we do so many other things, shamans. Mm-hmm. So when people are going to listen to this and go, oh, that's from a from a, a different vantage point. And an unfiltered one. 
Yeah. Which is really nice. And some people might say, well, no, you know, Kelly edits the show. Well, yeah. But if I know that there's a truth that lies in here, then I'm not going to edit it out. Right. There's no producer or scientist behind this podcast or this podcast today. So that that's a, a really good thing to point out is that it is completely done by us. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the content is mine. So coming from the space of that, I've done some research as to how this has been presented. And then that two, both of us are remote viewers for many years. And that this is our experience. We're not talking about any other people with these gifts. Um, we use all six of the psychic senses. So smelling, tasting, seeing, hearing, feeling, and inner knowing, as well as mere touch synesthesia. So we use combinations of many gifts and shamanism to, to be used in conjunction with the remote viewing. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to begin this by saying as well, we're mother-daughter, and that some people might just think, oh, I wonder if these are two friends or these, like, what's the relation? So as well, we're, this is family. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do realize that some people might be curious and think, well, did they have grandparents? Did they have great-grandparents? Like, is this genetic? Is this... Well, I would say it must be genetic to some degree if they're already watching a mom and daughter. Mm-hmm. But I understand some people are looking, well, I wonder if Kelly has children. No. I wonder if there are siblings. We don't answer that because they want their privacy. And if there are people who remote viewed in their ancestors. And on my side of the family, I can't answer that because I don't know it. Although I do know on my side of this, uh, of your genetics, that um, there are ancestors who were healers and had the ability to stop people from bleeding to death. And my mother's side of the family here in Northern Ontario. So that's a little background. I thought people would enjoy to hear of where we're coming from in, in terms of doing the remote viewing. So I'm going to ask you some questions so that it's a back and forth. Um, so how would you describe remote viewing generally for you? Very generally, as mm-hmm. part of my spiel, I mm-hmm. will inform people that it entails seeing in a, like seeing a, a physical location that you're not currently in. Um, and that can be past, present, or future, yes. which is a really cool component because for some people, like you've said, who don't use or don't have all of the gifts that we've talked about, they can't necessarily do future or past. Like they might only have one or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you want to give me an example of a time that you've remote viewed? Yeah, we've done a couple shows on it. So we did um, one about search and rescue. So there's a young girl in uh, Living, Ontario, who went missing overnight and um, we both uh, sat up through the night in the comfort of our own home in North Bay, Ontario, and um, were able to remote view where she was running in the bush, uh, and then also, again, pairing it with synesthesia about what she was feeling, if she had eaten, if she was dehydrated. Well, um, explain that a little bit, Kelly, so that people can understand that story. You, we were sitting in bed, in mm-hmm. my bed, because it was all through the night, and I stayed awake all night with family members. And volunteers on the phone. Yeah, good point. And so you did remote viewing 
awake and I did remote viewing via dreaming. Yes. I was in and out sleeping throughout the night, but in her body uh, through through the entire night. So um, I, I want you to bring up what you saw in the, in the remote viewing in terms of the building that you saw her go into. Um, like to give an accurate description of it all no, over again? No. Okay. So I saw, I mean, I saw the uh, texture of the building, meaning brick, instead of siding or drywalling, things like that. Um, could see, uh, this is going to sound funny because it's, it's a, a girl lost in the bush, but you can see that she can't see clearing until she stumbles upon this um, this dwelling in, yeah. in the bush. So you get to see how surrounded she is. You get to see what she's treading through, the terrain that she's, uh, that she's in, the animals that were around her as well. And this is the neat thing is that remote viewing doesn't always necessarily involve being inside someone's body. That's very different because um, I can also pull up and get an aerial view as well. Um, and I will say, like, I don't necessarily, f- uh, I, wouldn't, I would not say that I'm in control of that. Uh, the guides give you what you're allowed to see. Okay, let's go back. So you saw her in a building? Did you see her <laughs> outside or inside the building? Both. Thank you. I know this. I'm just trying to get yeah, more. Yeah, I, I saw it sequentially. Like, um, And what did she do in the building? Sit down and hydrate. And what did you see her drink? Water. And in what form did the water come in? Bottles. Thank you. And how many did you see her drink? Uh, that's fuzzy. Oh, at the time, I think you said two. Uh, yeah, I would, that's what popped into my head, but yeah. I, I don't know the accuracy of that now. But you did at the time. Yeah. And did the young girl confirm that for you when they found her? I believe so. She did. Yeah, I, it's, it's a blur. I can tell you that she did because when we met her in mm-hmm. Sudbury, no, Sturgeon, yeah, in Sturgeon Falls, we, we, we asked her. And I remember, um, and, and this is, again, this is kind of a, a weird way of finding out how to word things because of the shared experience that you have as a remote viewer who's in someone's body. Um, but I was singing to her all night to keep right. her awake. Carly and Rage. alert. No, uh, uh, Katy Perry. Okay. And I remembered asking her what she did to stay awake, and she said she was singing to herself, and we had talked about that as well. Was mm-hmm. it Katy Perry? Yeah, one of. Yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're talking about in remote viewing that you saw her going in and out of the building, that you knew that she drank water. So Kelly... Did you just know that she drank water because you saw it or because you felt the thirst quenching? Both. So I could see empty water bottles and then it was a conversation with the guides as to were they there before she came or was that her with a yes, no answer. And then also the um, synesthesia or if someone wants to call it an inner knowing, but feeling uh, feeling uh, relief and, and being quenched, as you said. Well... It wouldn't be just an inner knowing if it's the synesthesia, mm. because with the synesthesia, you would feel uh, the change in the body. Yes, but the split second before I even have the awareness to ask the guides, are those two empty water bottles hers? There's an inner knowing that they are, and I'm getting my confirmation of yes or no. Okay, so when do you get the synesthesia and the relief that your thirst has been quenched? It's somewhere in between and just before the yes. There you go. And I just need the confirmation for it. Right. 
Okay. Good questions. I remember that night. I remember when the firefighters called, when I was talking to them on the phone and they were walking through the bush and I could smell poo. And it was just like, oh, good God. I remember saying, Gaston, I smell shit. And he goes, they were in a sheep field and there was sheep manure everywhere. Mm. And he was like, yep, yep, that's that's right. That's where we are. At that current moment. At that current moment. Mm -hmm. Because I could smell it. So when you, and, and I remember speaking to him and saying, my back is killing me and describing a particular part of my back that was hurting. And he said, well, nope, that's not me. But then he said it out loud. And the volunteer firefighter, I think it was, that was walking with him said, that's my back. Which would give them an affirmation, um, Mm -hmm. which is what we're looking for. We are looking for the affirmations that that we are remote viewing correctly Mm -hmm. and that we are with them. And that there were, I remember there being times where there were six groups searching and they needed me to be able to say where each of the groups were and their different position in relation to the highway, two two or three highways, and where, where her body, where she was in relation to where they were. Um, Oh, and I do remember too hearing a helicopter Mm -hmm. and um, him being able to verify that a helicopter had arrived, but not in the area that they were. It was in a different part. So it wasn't that I could hear it over the phone. It was that I could hear it in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a different kind of layering of the gifts because that's mm-hmm. not remote viewing specifically. That's using a different gift at the same time. Mm-hmm. Can, can we go back to your questions, though? Because I don't want to do a repeat episode of Search and Rescue. Oh, well, I, I want to use all of them. I've yeah. got quite a few here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, wanted to, um, I, I wanted to give another example of the Search and Rescue in, in terms of um, that there w- I had a phone call once about, um, oh, this was a few years ago, with a, a gentleman late one night, or I guess it was around eight o'clock, asking me about a missing person. And I knew that this person had been missing for a while and there was search and rescue. It was public knowledge. And he said that he was calling on behalf of the uncle of the missing, or the dad, pardon me, the dad of the missing person, that he was an uncle. And um, what did I get in regards to his missing nephew? And the spirit guide said to me, you're not going to remote view the missing person. You're going to remote view your client. And so I thought, well, that's interesting. And so I did. That's what I was instructed to do. So I was remote viewing him calling me. And I said to the guides, why am I remote viewing him and not the missing person? And they said, because he's not the uncle. This is a person who wants to know what you know and if you're a threat. And I thought, oh, shit, mm-hmm. that's not good. That's, that's a person that's involved in why this man is missing. And so they showed me him standing there um, talking to me on the phone. And he was using um, what do you, a cell phone. And 
he had two little boys running around in their pajama bottoms. And I remember just looking at the boys and thinking, why am I looking at these two little boys? And I would say they were both under five. And their hair was wet. So it was like, oh, they've had their nighttime bath or shower or whatever. And the spirit guide said, that's right. You can point out to this man that you can see these two little boys and that they've just had their their nighttime bath and they're running around their PJs. Just say that. And I'm like, He'll hang up. just say that. Why would I say that? This is so weird. And they're like, just do what we say. Well, I do what they say. So I said this to the gentleman and he hung up. Because what the guides were trying to do was to say, Scare him. We're, yeah, we're going to let him know that you're remote viewing him, that you can see what he's up to. And so that means you can see what he looks like. And if you want, you can see where his house is. Mm-hmm. And then you just might see more. And it was like, oh, God, I don't want to get involved in that. Our intention is to help people heal. And it's to help the truth, for the truth. And... I don't want to cross boundaries if I'm if I'm not supposed to participate in certain cases or certain areas. And I like it that the spirit guides just cut me off. Yeah, and it's true too. Like as much as our intention is to help people heal, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're allowed to find them. That's right. Even when it is an ethical person calling and they've got all the right intentions and the yeah. right position to be searching. Yes. Sometimes it's just simply if you're pairing it with um, soul contracts, we are not meant to be the ones that find them. Mm -hmm. The police are not meant to be the ones that find them. And that's not something that we can just override with an ego uh, because the guides shut that down. Yes. And we just hear no. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Kel, what other things are you asked um, to remote view? Um, missing personal items, which I don't love doing, um, but I understand the importance for a lot of people when they're heirlooms, um, or important documents, definitely been asked for important documents, especially if an estate is in uh, a really bad state Mm -hmm. when the person passes or if there's arguments amongst the family, um, trying to think. I, you know what? I will refer p- people back to your other podcast on remote viewing. It was very early on. It's called Minutes of the Meeting. I think it's like episode 13 or something. Yeah. Just just in answer to your question, because you were asked to find minutes of a meeting mm-hmm. that never existed. Uh, I've spoiled it, by the way. Um, but I, I thought that was a really fascinating story too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Remote view. I, I mean, we've talked about this one before, and again, I really don't love this one, uh, but we get asked to remote view um, when partners are suspicious of affairs mm-hmm. and remote view if they um, if it's no longer an emotional affair and if it's moved to a physical one. Mm-hmm. And so people are, are putting two and two together and going, oh, so you're asked to be, like you're being asked to watch sex, mm-hmm. which is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I will say this, and I don't know if it's the same for you. The guides simply give me a yes or a no. Mm-hmm. It does not cross the boundary of visual. It, it's just simply, um, heard at that point mm-hmm. or, the, uh, I'll say the, the gut wrenching. Yes. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the inner knowing, uh, I'm trying to think like, I mean, those are, those are the big ones. I think I was asked to find a passport. Yeah, missing personal items. And I think, thankfully, I did find it for them. 
because it was they lost it the day before the flight, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't have time uh, within less than twenty four hours to find it. So that, I was happy about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been asked, or no, I've gone to a funeral where the person that had crossed over um, came up to me during the wake at the funeral home and told me where all his financial papers were and that he had misfiled them um, in the garage. So the family, his spouse, had been looking for them in the right place, um, but he had put, like if it was 2020, he had put them like in a 2015 folder. Mm. So you wouldn't see it unless you actually looked at the dates on the pages within the file. Mm -hmm. And this was just how his brain wasn't working properly, but he had misfiled all of their financial papers Mm -hmm. and that she had to be told that they were in the wrong file folders, but she was in the right area. And I just remember her level of relief at the wake that she could then just go, oh my God, because she was so stressed about it and so her brain was so focused on the stress of not finding the financial stuff that she really felt like she just couldn't be present for the funeral in the wake. Because what if I can't pay for what's happening right now? Yeah, or, yeah. or income taxes and um, legal papers and life mm-hmm. insurance policies. and like there, So anyway, it was, it was tremendous that at that time... When she said where, his spirit was there to answer the questions. So medium came in handy um, in being able to talk to dead people, to be able to say, tell me where it is, and then the remote viewing so that I could actually remote view it and go, okay, this is where he's saying, but when I actually look, now I can see. He says in the garage in the file folder, but if I remote view and look at it, it's in the wrong folder. I've also been asked to remote view houses in the buying process. Right. Oh, that's asked know. a lot. Yeah. And that one's actually fairly fun. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Perhaps mm-hmm. because I have no background in it. It's just mm-hmm. completely fascinating. I like describing the property and what's on it and the the layout of the house. Yes. I've been asked to be more of an inspection. Oh, yes. I get it. If Is there plumbing problems? Yeah. Is there electrical? Is there water? Will there be water issues? Mm-hmm. Yep. So when you remote view, can you move around? Can you see the location or the person or whatever you're remote viewing and see it from different perspectives? Or are you stuck? You've asked that question, essentially, or I've answered that question. Because I've talked about being in her body. I've talked about being in an aerial view. There's a lot of motion uh, occurring. Okay. And can you come up and see it and come down and see it? I'm just asking because... That's what aerial means. Right. But aerial up high and still aerial, but just at a lower level. So you can vary your... How do you do that? Not a clue. Okay. (laughs) That fridge magnet, man. I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay. Um, I mean, I ask the guides, okay, can I can I shift? That's but, what I was trying to get to. But I don't feel in control of that. Right. But that's what, that's, thank you for answering because you ended up saying what I was hoping that you were going to get to. But sometimes I don't. Okay. Sometimes the movement happens and you're just witnessing like it, like an IMAX. Yes. Almost. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but what I'm trying to, to point out for the guides is, is that sometimes you have control and sometimes you don't. And the listeners, that, you're pointing out for the listeners? What did I say? The guides. Yeah, they, oh, they right. know. Above all else, they know. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, we're trying to get you to talk about the guides. Alicia Fournier, Kelly corrects Karen. <laughs> Bingo square. Okay. Um, true. Um, how do I word this? I'm trying to get you to, to describe that the guides are there to help you remote view. So if you have questions or the client has questions or you're trying to figure it out, we have help. Oh, yeah. We don't just remote view and think we're doing it by ourselves. And this is completely within our own ability. I feel like we've illustrated that every morning we wake up and go, well, I hope they're still there. Like, okay. I hope the gifts are still there. Do you have a story or an example you'd like to share in terms of... Or, or, or about remote viewing for a pet? Hmm. Um, well, I mean, paired with medical intuitive, sure. Um, in particular, um, this client was asking whether or not it was time to put the, the cat down. Mm. And he showed me his belly and that it had been distended and that he was going to lose his fur there. So he was helping me remote, he, the cat and other guides, were helping me remote view in the future. And so this client in particular just said, okay, and took the information and didn't have anything to do with it, um, just had to accept it at that point and called me later and said, I want you to know that in order to put him down, they had to shave his belly mm. um, to, to insert uh, the needle properly. And so um, that, that's just one instance of, of an animal. I've remote viewed a stroke and an overdose. That's a show all on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, you're seeing future and mixed with future and current is the example that I gave of the houses too. Right. Mm. Um, I'd like to give an example of a client that called and said... Should I be saying, and what about you? Is this... You can. Do you want that? Otherwise, I'm going to also just throw it in okay. anyway. Yeah, sorry. It would look less awkward if you did. <laughs> if you could just be a fucking better host, Kelly. <laughs> it's okay. It's, we're going to work... I'm on it. We're going to work it out. Um, a client called and asked about her dog and just said, five minutes on my dog's health, whatever you might get. If you get nothing, that's fine. And the dog showed... No, pardon me. The dog had said to me before the session started, I had I was opening up the windows summertime in the house and trying to get a breeze through, and I heard I really do have to find out from the chiropractor um, why my neck keeps going out. And I thought, oh, I better call my chiropractor. I thought, I thought it was for me. So I called the chiropractor and I made an appointment for the next day. And then when the client called. She asked this medical intuitive question. I still didn't think it was pertaining to her. But when I asked the soul of the dog what was going on, her dog spirit came out and said the very same thing. Well, I really need to know and ask the chiropractor why my neck keeps coming out. Which just blew some people's minds. So yes, she didn't mess this up. There are chiropractors who do adjustments for, for dogs. dogs. For sure. And so I, she said, well, could you tell me what's going on? So I said, well, sure, let me remote view. So when I remote viewed her, do- her dog and what was going on around neck injuries and the neck going, I'll say, being misaligned, because I, I want to try and use the proper terms, um, he, he showed me when he gets walked and 
what was happening when he was being walked was that whoever was walking him um, was pulling the the leash this way to correct the neck. So if he so if you're just listening sideways, sideways. So she would pull sideways, like towards her, which meant on an angle. And so he might go to the chiropractor on Wednesday. She'd walk him Wednesday night, yank 15 times on that every time, you know, to make a correction. And his neck was right back out that night. And so she would notice the very next morning that she was back at square one, like she had to go to the chiropractor every day. So he ends up showing me that she needs to be corrected in that you take your hand over the neck straight above so you get closer to the dog and you just make a quick little correction. It's not a yank Mm -hmm. to control his whole head or body. Not that I'm saying she's abusing him at all, but just that the um, it's just a quick little correction. He just needs to know correction, not that you actually have to restrain. move or restrain or or fully move the dog. And then she was told to go and ask the dog trainer, which is what she's in. She's in dog training right now. So she's trying to be better. She's trying to correct. But in the process of not knowing um, or remembering, I shouldn't say maybe not knowing, it might be also not remembering each time, how to correct properly. Mm-hmm. And so the remote viewing was able to help make that note correction, because otherwise she could still keep going and having the dog f- addressed and fixed, but it was going to be a perpetual problem. Mm-hmm. So remote remote viewing in that particular instance helped modify a behavior and understand it. Um, And the financial bill? Yeah. Isn't that worth it? All of it. I mean, seriously, when you think about it, if you're spending half an hour at $70 to find something like that out, Mm -hmm. and your chiropractic appointment is 45 per session... You've 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 mm-hmm. pay, more than paid for that, and you're you're just point blank your your love for your animal. Oh yeah, you Where don't, that's never your intention. That's right, never your intention to hurt them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, so one of the things I was t- trying to make a point of here is that it can help with medical. It can help with um, seeing an event to explain something. Um, that we have help in doing it. It's not just where we think we're the ones that control these gifts. We're well aware that there's a whole team on the other side. And and I like the team. Um, I I value the fact that sometimes when I say to them, "Uh, can I see this? Uh, or, Or can I remote view that? And they stand in front of me and go, no. Then my simple answer is, okay, can you explain? Are there reasons why I can't? Yes, this is none of this client's business. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not married to him anymore. You know, if she's asking, is he is he sleeping with somebody? This is that was one that was a big one for me. Was how many women were asking if their exes were having sex and with who, and they wanted to know who and where. And I remember one woman wanting to catch her husband having an affair, and she said to me, "What's her address, and what time will they be having sex?" And I and and the guides just looked at me and went, "Not happening. We're not doing that." And and I thought, "Oh, thank God, I don't, because I don't want to either." Here's the number for a psychiatrist. Yeah, and or and if you need, if you need that much information and that much proof, as you're saying, you need some other help here, and 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 maybe she needs an investigator. 
Maybe she needs, for whatever reason, maybe she needs a private investigator. Maybe there's legalities to all of this. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I'm just making the point that when the guides say no, I have no access. Mm. It's just not there for me. And I like that. Okay, here's another one. Can the remote viewing hand happen randomly for you? Yep. So describe that. Like if you're just out and we're out for a walk and somebody stops us at the waterfront and says, hey, Kelly, how are you? Um, I want you to meet my partner or something. Do you just get random information? Yeah, and they don't have to be in front of me either. Like I'll get glimpses of what you're doing in the day when I'm over at my place or even just working. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's the, it happens the same way it does in sessions. It's just kind of like a little flash of a movie screen and you get to observe it, catch a few things about it, and then it's gone. Um, yeah, When now when you're asking about that specific situation, though, the majority of the time it's not remote viewing for me. Uh, if I'm introduced to someone, it's it's just like a complete download of here's the – it's like they size them up right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got their whole personality right in front of you before they even open their mouth or reach out to shake your hand. Mm-hmm. And if any of you remember, we used to do that. Yeah. Shake hands. (laughs) (laughs) Can we please go back to those days? (laughs) I I totally hear you. I I was going to add too, though, this isn't an answer to your question, uh, but another thing that I've, uh, and I know that you have as well, uh, remote viewed um, arguments or just conversations in general to hear uh, the types of things that are being said to each other. And and this can be in a really awful way where you hear the name calling, you hear the yeah. verbal abuse. Yeah. And it can be in a really lovely way where we get to remote view them calling them by their um their affectionate name, yeah. right? Like it's I think it's great. And you you did a show on um one last conversation or finishing the fight or something like that. I can't remember what it was called, but someone who had who had passed away. Um, I've done several like this. Yeah, and and just to be able to finish a conversation by being able to say this is what you were talking about right. when you didn't end the fight or or the chat. Um, here's what was said, and and then being able to mix in medium and channel what needs to be said. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Sometimes um, I've been in the kitchen, and I'm single. So I'm cooking, making my dinner because, you know, I eat at home most often. I rarely rarely eat out. And hearing entire conversations and seeing them while I'm just cooking my dinner. And then the phone rings and it's like, oh, and there they are. Mm -hmm. And pick up the phone and be able to say, and I might even know their name because I'm hearing it in the conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's literally like I have a radio on or there's a TV on, but there is nothing on in the house because most people, if they know me, know that it's quiet in here most of the time because it's not quiet in here all of the time. And I remember picking up the phone and the person saying, hi, I'd like to book an appointment and me being able to say to them, oh, and it's regarding, is this correct? It's regarding this. And they're like, Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> How do you know this? We just had this conversation and I just called you like within minutes mm. of it. And it's like, oh, well, because it happened in my kitchen. And they're like, what? And and the remote viewing then gets confirmed immediately. 
whereas sometimes the remote viewing takes time for things to be affirmed. And sometimes you get instant acknowledgements. Yeah, and, and sometimes that has nothing to do with us. Yes. You can be remote viewing something from the past that a client was not alive for, and they've got to say, I'm going to write this all down. I'm going to take this to my aunt yes. and uncle who have lived through different generations um, yeah. who would have spoken to my grandparents to have that confirmed. Yes. And then they dig up pictures. Oh, Kelly, when you're saying that, I can remember remote viewing. Oh, you want to talk about remote viewing? Go listen to any of our investigation stories with Jim Lennox. Well, that's one of the page two he's Jim coming, He's coming back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they're like this guy again, the winner of all draws. <laughs> yes. Jim, okay, we're going to go there. You open up that can of worms. Um, Jim and all of his sessions allowed all of my remote viewing from the Second World War in mm. Europe, and um, uh, which is something I, I'm not a World War II buff. I'm not like I took it in high school a few decades ago, <laughs> and don't I mean I don't I don't remember a lot of it because that was many decades ago. But not that's not even fair. Like that's one portion of it of how long ago it was. You also only got the Canadian written version of it. Yep. And his grandfather, who was Polish, yes, yes, um, actually gave you that version. Yes, that we would never have learned in our books. Yeah. And the remote viewing there, and, and listeners are going to find out about it because Jim is going to come, as you said, and, and do some more shows on that from start to finish, um, allowed me to see things, to hear things, to smell, and to use all of the senses in the remote viewing. Um, and like a little example of when just trying to describe a particular city, for example, and be able to know where the river is and where the church is located or that there were or churches. That the on, river's now, or the road is now a river. Yeah. And how Jim was able to look at Google Maps and be able to see that back in those, you know, decades ago, that where there were certain concentration camps, there are now forests. Mm -hmm. So if somebody was trying to currently research it, they would never be able to find these buildings. Um, I thought a lot of that is really interesting about proving fascinating. Past, yeah, proving the past, present and future in remote viewing. Do you find that you I love mimicking I wanna, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you find Okay. Go ahead. Bingo card. Yeah, actually that needs to be on there. This um, is going to get embarrassing. Well, and they're going to hear us say bingo card during the sessions. And I guess we should really explain that we have bingo cards now to go with all of these podcast shows so that people can sit and play bingo. And hopefully laugh at us. And a laugh bit. at us yeah. as we say certain things. Or say, come on, come on, you haven't mentioned Beverly Angel yet. <laughs> yeah. When's that going to happen? <laughs> um, but that all of the senses are used in the remote viewing. You left off asking me a question. Oh, shit. What'd you find? Do you find, Kelly, that... Sometimes you write it down no. or draw it? No. Okay. So that is something that came about for me in the days when I first met Jim Lennops. And I would, all of a sudden I was overwhelmed that I was seeing so much that I couldn't, I couldn't process it quick enough. So I would sit and take a pen and paper and just write the words so that I could go back and try and remember. And man, I find that super hard because when it's, when you're channeling like that, it's very difficult 
to hold it in memory. It's like it comes in and leaves just as fast as it enters. So sometimes sketching it allowed me to slow it down and ask the guide some questions so I could get more detail. Hmm. Um, Or write it the way that his grandfather said it, word for word. Or Hmm. or write it, and Jim will have proof of all of, of those things where things got written and sketched. So... And not just like a map, but symbols. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, mine, my uh, remote viewing feels much more like a bubble that would be popped if I made sudden movements. Oh. Oh, I felt I used to and feel I'm, like that. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll morph over time, and, and it already has for sure. But it's like um, doing something very human like that, like that stroke or that right. like holding something very tangible. Um, it's like a cell phone might as well go off in the room. Oh, for my brain to just jostle, right. and then it switches to audio again um, because I can't hold uh, the image. You know, I have to say something at this point about the remote viewing. Jim, being a retired uh, military police officer, knew—I think he knew anyway. We could ask him that in a podcast. When to be quiet, mm-hmm. he would just see that I was working, meaning that I was focusing or remote viewing and he'd be quiet. Mm -hmm. And then he would just sit and wait. Sometimes he didn't even flinch a muscle. I swear to God, he just froze in his chair. And um, whatever I was seeing and in all of the senses using, and sometimes I'd have to say, Jim, I can't see a thing, but I can feel everything. Or "I I can't see anything, but I can smell it all. And it might come to pass to describe that I couldn't see it all because it was occurring at night. Mm-hmm. Or it was occurring under underground. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember one of them where I, where I had to go underground, and it was a church. And I I remembered thinking, "What do you mean there are churches underground? That makes no sense. I must be this remote viewing must be wrong." And Jim went, "No, no, there are churches built in the ground." And I was like, "What?" Well, and and churches themselves, uh, their their basements. They're whatever they kept down there, as we're now finding out. Yes. Yeah. And yes. So it was interesting. You know what? And I have to say that I, any time that I had to remote view something that I thought could get me in trouble, mm-hmm. <laughs> meaning that I shouldn't know what is in the bottom of that church basement, or as I don't know. Um, I would always say to the guides, if I'm not supposed to know this, I don't want to know. Don't complicate my life don't, yeah, further. Don't, yeah, no kidding. If I'm not supposed to know that there are guns stored down there or or Vatican papers, I don't want to know it. So there are limits to what I want to do with the gifts as well. Oh my God, I don't even want to go into small dark spaces. I'll flat out say, no, you can tell me what's happening. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing this today. <laughs> yes, you guys. No, no. I, this I is like why that. we don't have human bosses. Yeah. No. Is that the reason? <laughs> we don't want to do what we're told. Um, okay, that's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I. It's funny that you mentioned, I'm glad we brought up Jim, and I think obviously he was going to pop up at some point in uh, in today's session or today's podcast, um, that he, I love that he developed this ability or knowing to just sit still and freeze, to let you, or like you said, be quiet and let you work, because um, m- one of the gentlemen that I've been working with for quite a few years who's also ex-military, um, 
the first time I was channeling for him, I guess my eyes went to the down and to the left. Right. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, my job? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. And he was like, why did you look left? And I was like, because the information's over there. Yeah. And he was just like, what? I said, well, like, that's where I'm seeing it. And he was like, well, in my line of work in military, when you look down and to the left, you're a liar. And I said, well, this is going to be uncomfortable for both of us then <laughs> because the information's there. Do you want me to go get it or not? And and he had to learn as well yeah. that this is not linear. Yeah. This isn't even one dimensional. Yeah. Yes. No kidding. Do you want me to remote view this or not? Like, mm-hmm. I think too, Kelly, that it pushed me past the things I thought a human could do. So I remember being asked to find a missing person in Ottawa where I literally was running through the walls of the parliament buildings. Um, and I, and he worked there. So I ended up discovering that the reason I was in these buildings was because that's where he had his job. Mm-hmm. And then that one of the questions was, if you're in the walls, what do they look like? And I remember describing what was inside the structure of the walls in Parliament in Canada, in Ottawa, while I'm in North Bay, uh, same province, but different city, and describing what's in the walls. I have no idea what goes into a wall. I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not a drywaller. I'm not, I'm not handy. (laughs) Blanket statement. (laughs) Let's go with that. (laughs) And yet I had, I was describing the colors and the textures to an architect who actually is an architect in Ottawa at Parliament. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that happen? And that he was able to confirm for me that I was right mm-hmm. because of the years that the, those particular buildings were built. Cool. It was so, so interesting to be able to provide people with information that we know nothing about. That's, well, yeah. Just like medical intuitive, we're not doctors or surgeons to, mm-hmm. to know something. So how, how are we doing? I'm just asking you like... I don't know. Have I become a better host? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> yes, you um, have. Is there anything you think that I'm missing? I have others... Pertaining to the podcast. <laughs> pertaining to the podcast <laughs> on remote viewing. I have more more stories about them. Can I tell one story just while you're thinking? Does that make me a good host? <laughs> sure. Take it away. <laughs> I remember being asked to find a missing 18-year-old daughter um, from a, uh, a woman who had called in. It was wintertime, and, um, and this is northern Canada, so that that is not a good thing. And she said, where did my where is my daughter? And uh, the, the, I asked the guides if she was actually a missing person, um, and not just a teenager that just was out at a party. Yeah. And dead the, or alive? Yeah. And the guide said alive, and they showed me that she was in a car with a boyfriend. And so again, is that really a missing person? So I'm still I'm curious here. And they said, well, it is to the mom. And she has reported her and the police are looking for her. So yes, she's a missing person. And it's been three days. So it's a yes. And I said, well, 
if she's driving with the boyfriend, I, I don't get it. And it's like, no, she was supposed to be in university. She was supposed to be at her dorm. She really has been um, missing in terms that the university feels she is as well. So that's that's fine. And so the mom said, well, like, tell me where she is. Like, exactly where she is on the highway. So I can have the, the cruiser pull her over, like, right now. And the spirit guides said to me, well, that's not how it's going to happen. This might be why she's missing. Yeah, that ended coming up in this this whole situation. But when I asked the guides, what do I do here? They said, you can tell her that her daughter will be found by t- within 24 hours. So I said, okay, well, that she, no, that's not what she wanted. You're no good if you're telling me that. Just tell me where she is right now. And I said, well, no, they're, they're saying that she... Um, would be found within 24. So I said, well, can I remote view what's going to happen? And they said, yeah, watch. So I watched her walk into a Tim Hortons. Not not a McDonald's, mm-hmm. not an Eastside Mario's, a Tim Hortons. And I saw them, uh, oh, pardon me, I saw them pull into a Tim Hortons parking lot. I saw him get out of the car and go into the Tim Hortons to go to the washroom and to get them some food. And I saw a police cruiser pull up into the parking lot, not right beside her, but just pull into the parking lot. And the two officers just sitting in the cruiser before they got in, I, maybe they were doing some paperwork. I can't remember. They were just sitting in the cruiser. And I saw her open the door and walk over to the cruiser and knock on it. And I saw the officer roll down the window. And I, I heard her say, I, I am a missing person. Um, I took off. Um, I'm in Winnipeg and I, I live in Ontario and um, I want to go home and I have no money and my boyfriend's in the Tim Hortons and he hasn't hurt me and he hasn't abducted me, but he's not going back to Ontario and I just want to go home and I don't know what to do. Hmm. And the police officer said, hop in and who's your boyfriend? And and so they're not going to believe her just yet if mm-hmm. he's ha- hasn't hurt her. They're going to go in and they're going to, he's going to the police station mm-hmm. and he hasn't done anything wrong because she left of her own free will, but that they, that was still going to be investigated. Mm-hmm. And so I saw one police officer stay in the car with her. One police officer goes into the Tim Hortons with the, the description or waits till he goes to the car. I think he walks towards the door and watches where he's going and then approaches the vehicle and says, you're going to come, you know, whatever. And sure enough, within 24 hours, she was back home. It wasn't just that she was found. She was back home. They actually made arrangements for her to go back. So it did play out the way the spirit world said, not the way the mom said she wanted it to go down. And I'm going to call a psychic and I'm going to make it happen my way. So she wanted enough control over me and the gifts to get what she wanted in it. And sure enough, within 24 hours, she was back home. The, the mom wanted so much control over me and over the remote viewing and what could happen to benefit her instead of allowing the gifts just to let it unfold and just let it be what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. There's way more to that story. Uh, like, no, but you gave a good example. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Can you and I remote view the same thing? Yes. Okay. And I think we illustrated that. With I do the too. First story. Okay. Yeah, with the missing young lady in or child rather in Verner. Um, hmm. But I, I'm just trying to think of different types of questions that go through people's minds or might go through someone's mind. If I was seeing two people who can both remote view, and I could ask them questions, I would I would want to know that. Can you see the very same thing? Now, here's another question. If you're if we're both remote remote viewing the same room, mm-hmm. let's say a room, would you see me remote viewing? Mm, I have, and I also have not. Okay, yeah. so you see my spirit there sometimes, and sometimes not. Okay, yeah, and, like I can like sometimes I can see you standing in it, or you at a distance remote viewing it. Right. Uh, but sometimes it's just we're both doing our own thing, and can, then we get to confirm it afterwards. Okay. Can, and I think it's really neat that someone can ask us to remote view the same room. One of us does the current version. One of us does the past version. Right. Oh, that's cool. That's that's a good point, too. Yeah, where someone might say, like, oh, well, I'm looking at this room in your home, and it's your treatment room. When someone else might say, but, oh, weird, I see a nursery. And it's like, yeah, it's actually served both purposes in this life. Yeah, Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, those are all the questions I could think of. <laughs> okay. And I tried to think of my own where people have asked us questions. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to also, as as the listeners are hearing, I, I watched a couple of documentaries. And I haven't said much on purpose about how the documentaries were conducted. Um other than the fact that I thought this might be nice for the listeners to actually hear the remote viewers speak. Cool. And Thank s- you. Yeah. Thank you for giving me a voice as one of those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Cool. Anything else you want to add? No, I don't think so. I, I just think this is the remote viewing is fascinating, but I think it is even made more so because we have, of all, like, of all the other gifts that we have, that can be used at the same time, like the synesthesia, the medium, mm-hmm. all of it. I think it's just, uh, I want to say it's like a bonus bonus. Okay. <laughs> or fun, more fun and funner. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that hurts. Yeah. Bad grammar is going yeah, on Yeah, I did too. that on purpose. Okay. But <laughs> anyway, thank you very much, Kelly. Yes, thank you for prepping everything today. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. You're welcome. Okay, so if you guys have questions or comments about today's show, you can email us at info at bysarlo.com. No matter where you're listening from, thank you. Please remember, um, if you are on YouTube or interested in watching on YouTube, to subscribe. It helps us in such a huge way. We very much appreciate that. It's just one click, um, and it makes a big difference. And if you're wanting more content, personalized content, you can join us on patreon.com backslash bysarlo. Otherwise, have a great weekend.